Hello, baseball fans, and welcome to Sully Baseball Daily, the podcast we talk about baseball 365 days a year, unless it's a leap year, and then we're going to do another one. I've been doing this every single day since October 24th, 2012, and I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. I'm recording this in a mobile Sully baseball studio, also known as a car, driving down the 880, which is a highway, currently driving through the city of Oakland, California. It's 1.42 in the morning, and I'm driving through Oakland, California. Remember back on the day of Game 1 of the World Series when I was driving between Sacramento and San Francisco? If you follow the podcast every day, and I know I do, you remember that I did that for a strange reason. I was in Sacramento late at night and uh, had to drive back to the Bay Area from there. Well, guess what? I'm still doing that. I'm recording this podcast. I I had recorded the the podcast on the eve of the 2016 World Series. And in this long drive, I decided to record a second one. Now, I'm dumping this one after the World Series has been played. So here's an interesting thing. When you're listening to this, you, yeah, you, listen to my voice right now, you know who's won the World Series. You're like, oh, man, Sully didn't realize the great games and the great moments and the home runs and the strikeouts and the final out and the parade and all those happy people hugging their grandmas and their grandpas realizing that they've experienced that. I don't know who does. I don't know who won because I'm still driving between Sacramento and San Francisco. I'm driving through Oakland and to me, it's still the beginning of the World Series and to you, it's already done. We're done. Sully, we are done. I'm going to drop this sometime in November. I don't know what day. Someday. Now, something was occurring to me here. I'm driving through Oakland, and it's the home of your Oakland A's. Now, as I'm driving through here, there is the bit of news that's going on. Now, I don't know if it has, uh, if we've built upon this, if there's more that we know about this by the time you're hearing this, but there was all sorts of talk about the city of Las Vegas wanting to build a football stadium for the Oakland Raiders and to lure the Raiders from Oakland to Las Vegas. Now, I have, I, I'm not going to pretend to understand football uh, I, I, it, in terms of what it means for markets and everything like that. You know, Las Vegas... You know, Las Vegas, I'll tell you, as a major sports market, strikes me as the equivalent of what people thought. Or remember that, you know, Miami was supposed to be a great baseball market, or Phoenix was supposed to be a great baseball market. And it was in theory, but it hasn't really turned out in practice because there's so many transplanted people in Phoenix and so many transplanted people in Miami that they cling to their 
teams that they grew up rooting for instead of wanting to adopt a new team. And so, you know, but then again, Las Vegas, it may just be so touristy that the idea of being in Las Vegas and going to an NFL game is less about having a, a place for the people in Nevada to go support their team and more of a place to go like, oh, I'll go see uh, Britney Spears or maybe I'll go see Penn and Teller or maybe I'll go see a football game. And I've gone, I've said that because that there, what, there were eight home games for the Oakland Raiders, you could make a case that if you're an Oakland fan, flying out to Las Vegas twice a year to see the Raiders... I mean, the planes go from Oakland to Las Vegas every hour on the hour, it seems like. By the way, I'm just passing the Oracle Arena right now and the Oakland Coliseum. So, you know, it would make sense that maybe you just keep being a Raiders fan. Here's my... I'll tell you, here is my strange proposal for the Raiders if they move to Las Vegas. Don't rename them the Las Vegas Raiders. Just keep calling them the Oakland Raiders. The Oakland Raiders now play in Las Vegas. That that sounds like, you know, the Elton John's now playing at the MGM Grand or wherever the hell he's playing. But of course that would mean, you know, the, the Raiders leaving Oakland would all but assure that the A's are going to find a way to build a stadium in the Oakland Coliseum parking lot, which is what they just should do. But I'm wondering something. And I'm wondering something in terms of the expansion of baseball as well. Because I think baseball should expand to 32 teams. This is the longest we've ever gone without an expansion since the first expansion. You know that, right? The first expansion was 1961 when they expanded to the Angels and the new Senators until they became the Rangers. And then the next expansion was the next year when the Colt 45s and the Mets were formed. This is the longest we've gone without another expansion. We went the entire 2000s without a new team. And now we've gotten to this far into the 2010s without a new team. For those Now, I happen to like interleague play, but I don't think that, you know, I do understand the idea of saying, wait a minute, are we going to have interleague play down the stretch are we going to have I mean I like having interleague play bunched in the middle of the season bunched in the middle where it's you know and, you know the the grind of the season's going on well in the middle of the year uh, we'll play a couple interleague games to spice some things up but the whole spicing things up is irrelevant if there's an interleague game pl- being played every single day of the year well, that's because it's 15 and 15. There are 15 National League and 15 American League teams. Now, that started happening once the uh, uh, the Astros went from the American League, went from the National League to the American League. And quite frankly, I'm still not used to that. To me, the Astros are a quintessential National League team. And so it's still find it weird that they're in uh, they're in the AL. You know, it's kind of, it's kind of weird. It's like a weird marriage 
It's like your mom dating a new guy. It's like, I don't know if I'm ready for this. But with expanding the teams to 32, then you can have it be 16 and 16, and therefore the need to have it a, a uh, an interleague game every day would no longer be needed. But there is, of course, the problem. There are several problems. There are four problems, specifically. Oakland needs a new stadium. Tampa needs a new stadium. And it makes no sense to expand when you have those two problem franchises with their need of a stadium. And you can't just... It, it's not as simple as I've said before. Oh, I'm getting directions here. As I've said many times before, it's not as simple to expand in baseball because there are not as many different places to play. But a weird thought, and maybe it's because I'm in the middle of a long drive, it's nearly 2 o'clock in the morning, I'm alone, and I started thinking about stadiums and construction of stadiums. And part of the problem of building a stadium is you have something like, I just passed the Oakland Coliseum, okay? It's dark. It's sitting there. It's this giant concrete donut sitting there empty. And most of the time, earlier uh, today, when I'm actually recording this, I was on a plane that flew over Levi Stadium, which is a gigantic football stadium in Santa Clara, the home of the 49ers, and for almost every day of the year, it sits there, empty. And they're expensive to make. And most of the time, they're expensive to make at the expense of taxpayers for something where they, the, the, the whole idea of, it helps the local economy. No, it really doesn't. No, it really doesn't. There are so many other things you can do to help the local economy than build a stadium that will sit there most days empty. And when you think about some of the places to possibly expand Major League Baseball, whether it's Albuquerque, San Antonio, Charlotte is the most obvious one, possibly Nashville, possibly Portland, and in none of those places... Uh, you know, with the possible exception of the Alamo Dome, there's not even a temporary place to put a major league team. And then I started thinking about this weird thought that I wanted to share with you on this car ride. What if we have the technology, and we must have the technology to do this, to set up a major league stadium that has a field, good seats, nice sight lines, walls, concession stands, and everything. That isn't standing 365 days a year. What if it's something that you build up, construct, put together, people see the game, at the end of the season, they break it down. And the field and all the other stuff can be used for other for other things, for other venues. What if there was a way to put together 
a major league stadium and have it not be something that's standing 365 days a year and being empty. What if we have trials? We try stuff out. We're going to have we're going to have an expansion of a franchise and we're going to try it out in this city for a year, in this city for a year and we'll see which cities have the best, you know, which cities seem to have the best accommodations. Could it be possible to knock down the Oakland Alameda Coliseum and build a as a, a, I don't want to say a disposable or even a temporary, but a collapsible or a a seasonal stadium. You know, my official residency is in Pasadena, California, and they have all the stands that they have for the Rose Bowl Parade, the tournament tournament of roses. They have the big stands up there. It's a huge event the Rose Bowl Parade, and the floats and all that crap. Well, those stands are not there 365 days out of the year. They build them up, they start to build them sometime around Thanksgiving, and then they tear them down shortly after New Year's. And they do the job. Is there a way to do that? Do we have the technology to do that? I'm sure we must. To set these things up, look at that, and it's it's baseball it's baseball time, and you know it's baseball time because the stadium is coming up, it's building up. Court like take take a like Coors Field in Denver, which is you know in the middle of the winter is just pounded and covered in snow, or Target Field. Well, what's it doing there covered in snow? What are you gonna? You're not using it for anything. What if there was a way to put the stands up? It's it, it could be something that we see that there could be you know, that could be a fun thing like, oh, they're, they're, they're putting up the baseball stadium now. But that spot, the, the, the area where the baseball stadium is, is used for something else during the off-season. I don't know if this makes sense, and I've come up with a great sort of revolutionary idea, or whether I sound like a lunatic driving late at night and having strange ideas popping into my head at 2 o'clock in the morning. But that kind of hit me, that what if they knocked down the Coliseum and then put up something that was temporary? That was kind of the equivalent of the traveling tent in the circus. Except now we have the technology to have it be something a lot more interesting, a lot more intricate, a lot more uh, uh, complex than just raising a tent. I like to think there's something there. I like to think that the idea of baseball not being able to expand into other markets simply because there's no venue. Well, we can create a venue. You see that people put together risers and things like that for for things that, the, you know, the Oscars, as I said, the Rose Bowl Parade. What if you do that? 
what if you create a collapsible, rebuildable, 30, uh, you know, 35,000-seat baseball stadium that could be the home of the expansion Portland team, the expansion Albuquerque team, the Oakland A's, and of the Tampa Bay Rays? What if there was a company that did that, that specialized in that? It seems to me you've lived your life like a candle in the wind, and it also seems to me that that might be a way to create a solution that isn't a let's fleece taxpayers for billions of dollars to build a stadium that's used uh, at best... 90 days out of the year. What if we could come up with that? What if we could come up with that solution? And then next thing you know, the A's have a place, the Rays have a place, the new cities have a place, baseball has, you know, uh, uh, no interleague play down the stretch. And maybe sometimes you can mix stuff up. Hey, we found this year... We're putting it together in this part of town or that part of town. Hey, we've made a bid to play it here. It's a weird thought. It's a strange thought. It's possibly the thought of a man who's lost his goddamn mind. Or maybe, just maybe, it's a thought that would make sense. I may explore this thought. It's, it's something that's so ingrained. Of course, you have to build a stadium that's going to sit there forever. But it doesn't sit there forever. Siri's telling me what direction to go in. It doesn't sit there forever. It doesn't sit there as a stadium for all time. We tear down stadiums left and right. We're going to tear down where the Braves play. Stop talking, Siri. Jesus, I'm trying to, you know, the Braves play in a perfectly good stadium in Atlanta, and they're tearing it down. That was built for the Olympics. That was supposed to be something that archaeologists would find when they discover the lost city of Atlanta. And instead, it lasts, what, 20 seasons, and bye-bye. Off to the burbs. Well, what if they went bye-bye off to the burbs, and they just folded up their tent and moved up. Come on, we have the technology to do this. Don't tell me we don't. If I have the technology to record this thing in a car while I'm driving, we must be able to put together a stadium. And not one that's just a couple of pipes and looks like a high school uh, uh, you know, bleachers around a football stadium. But a cool looking stadium that is assembled, put together, put into place, and next thing you know, you have yourself a stadium. I think I'm onto something. And if you think I am too, then guess what? You're floating along the River Sully, and you're feeling what I'm feeling. And that is a little bit of loopiness at 2.03 in the morning. All right, Siri keeps giving me directions. You all have seen the World Series. I haven't. I'm jealous of you. Siri's giving me more directions. But maybe, just maybe, you should be jealous of me. Because unlike you, 
I get to watch the World Series now and be surprised. So think about that for a while on this winter day when baseball's gone. I still have more baseball to watch. Ha! All right. Go to SullyBaseball.com. Like me on Facebook, subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, Instagram. I'm everywhere. The music is by Ted Thacker and Patrick Kaliski. Thinking of reusable, refoldable, temporary stadiums and why that could revolutionize how we look at baseball while I desperately need some sleep. This has been the Sully Baseball Daily Podcast. And I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan, driving on the 880, and please call me Sully.